you're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Well, good morning and welcome to episode 20 of our study through the book of Joshua called Promised Land. And I hope that you had a great weekend, a wonderful Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And thank you for all that you do and have done and continue to do to be a blessing to so many of us. I'm glad to be able to come to you this morning as we continue our study in Joshua. Today, we're going to look at a passage here at the end of Joshua chapter 17. So last week when we finished up, we looked at the story of Caleb. Uh, there at the end of chapter 14, and then in chapter 15, 16, 17, and even ongoing here, we have a record then of each of the tribes of Israel as they went out and they were to possess the land that God had given to them. See, Joshua divided the land out by tribe, and now each tribe was supposed to go and conquer the area that had been designated for them. But it's interesting Because over and over in this portion of Joshua, we see these people who, as they went into their portion of the promised land, failed to fully drive out the enemies of God and his people that were there. And so over and over in these chapters, you'll hear the phrase repeated. So they, um, yet the children of Manasseh or Simeon, whoever could not drive out the inhabitants of those lands, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. Or like in the previous chapter, it says, And they drave not out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezer, but the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites unto this day and serve under tribute. So over and over, this phrase is repeated that they didn't fully complete the task that God had given them to do in driving these enemies out of the land. And so... This morning, as we look at this together, I want you to notice from the end of chapter 17, a very particular group. These were the children of Joseph. So these were the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. And they make a very interesting statement here about God's work and God's plan. And I see some interesting parallels here to where we live our life as well. If you are not living your life according to the promises and power of the Word of God, you will fail and you will often be discouraged in the process. It's easy to make excuses about how hard things are when you fail to remember who you are in Christ. It's easy to make excuses for why you're not doing what you should be doing because of how hard everything is out there when you fail to remember who you are in Christ. Glad to have each one of you here this morning. It says there's three of you on here live right now. And uh, so glad that you're here. Uh, Well, we just jumped up to four, so we're picking up a few more folks here live. And I know some of you will watch this later. But after coming through this last weekend and even spending some time with people last night after the service and in a meeting in my office and in some people's homes. I know that the burdens are great. 
I know that the struggles are heavy, but I want to encourage you this morning from this passage of Scripture. I want to remind you who you are if you are in Christ. If you have Jesus, you have everything you need. His grace, God's grace is sufficient for you today. So let's jump in here in Joshua chapter 17. It says in verse number 13, Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxen strong, so they were strong, that they put the Canaanites to tribute, but did not utterly drive them out. So the Israelites were strong, but they did not uh, fully drive out the Canaanites. In verse 14, it says, And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people, forasmuch as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? Joshua, why have you only given us one portion? We are a great people. Why haven't you given us more? Notice Joshua's answer in Joshua 17, verse 15. And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the giants. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. So he said, all right, you've already, Mount Ephraim is yours. They said, we need more. We're a great people. He says, if you're great, then go up to this one, this other mountain, the wooded mountain where the parasites and the giants are. Verse 16, the children of Joseph said, the hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron. You've given us this mountain, but now over here in the valley where the woods are, they all have chariots of iron. They're too strong. Both they who are of Bethshean and her towns and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. Joshua responded in verse 17 and he said, And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not only have one lot, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. So do you hear what's going on here? So this tribe, or these two tribes, Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph, had been given Mount Ephraim. But they said, we're a great people. We need more space. This isn't enough for us. Joshua said, well, you can have all the space around it, the woods there in the valley. And they said, oh, but the, but the enemies there, they have big chariots of iron. They are giants. We can't conquer them. I think it's interesting because Joshua says, well, if you are a great people, then go and take this. Well, we can't do it. It's too much. They're too strong. And Joshua reminds them who they are. I notice a contrast here between verse 15 and 17. In verse 15, he says, well, if you're a great people, then go do this. 
They had already said, we're a great people. We deserve this. So Joshua says, well, if you're great people, then go and do it. They said, oh, but we can't. They're too strong. And then Joshua reminds them in verse 17, he says, thou art a great people and hast great power. There's an interesting parallel here to where we often live our lives. We say, well, I'm pretty big. I'm strong. I can handle it. I can take care of life. I can provide. I can do this. I can figure it out. Then God says, well, if you're so great, then go ahead. Do it. Do what you need to do. Accomplish it. And then we look at the problems in front of us. And we say, oh, but, but the problems are too big. I don't think I can handle this. It, it's too much for me. And we need this same reminder that Joshua gave the people of Ephraim and Manasseh. You are a great people and you have great power. But see, I think the reminder for us today is this. You're not a great person because of who you are. You're a great person because of what Christ has done for you. You're not powerful because you're so strong. You're powerful because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Is this making sense? <laughs> Are you with me this morning? God is good. God is great. When we run around saying, I deserve more, I should have more. God says, okay, we'll go ahead and take it. We say, oh, I can't do it. It's too big for me. Don't forget who you are in Christ. See, if you're looking for more just to consume it for yourself selfishly, there's no reason to give you more. But you can live in the power of Christ. You can do more in Christ because he can do it. God will give you what you need. That's what he says here. You shall not have one lot only. You will have more. God will give you everything you need. But don't let the circumstances, don't let the struggles, don't let the, the, the enemies that seem too great, don't let them deter you from trusting in who God is and who you are in Christ. He says in verse 18, But the mountain shall be thine, for it is wood that shall cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine. For thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. Even though these chariots are, are powerful and they're made out of iron, even though the enemy is strong, he says you're going to drive them out. I want to encourage you this morning. You have everything you need in the Lord. You have the power of God to be able to accomplish what needs to be done if you are walking in obedience to his word. This is not your power to just wield according to your own will. No, this is God's power that he wields according to his will. Walk with him in obedience. Walk humbly before him. Don't get so arrogant. I deserve more. Well, then if you deserve more, go, go take it. Oh, well, I can't because it's too hard. It's too difficult. God's given you everything you need to be able to accomplish what he wants you to do. This day, this week, may look overwhelming. Don't get sucked into prideful ways 
trying to just do it in your own strength or thinking, well, I somehow deserve more. Trust God, no matter how big the enemy is, no matter how powerful the forces against you seem to be, God is greater. God can and will give the victory if it's his battle that he's fighting. Too many of us are busy fighting our own battles that have nothing to do with what God wants. Walk with him. Trust in him. God will give you what you need. In fact, he often gives you far more than what you need because he's given you what he wants you to have. Don't live for yourself and what you think you need or want. Live for God. Fulfill his plan. Follow him and trust in him and he'll give you everything you need. I think there's some great truth here for us, some encouragement for this week. It's a good way to start our Monday morning off. Let's take some time to pray. I want to pray for family in our church, the Morris family. They're headed down to the hospital this morning. Leslie's dad, it looks like it's the end. They're going to have to <clears throat> make a decision whether to take him off the breathing machine. It's a heavy burden. There are other burdens that people were sharing with me the last couple of days. and We need to pray. We had a lady who trusted Christ just a few days ago, last Thursday, going through some really heavy things in her life. And folks in our church been reaching out to her. I mean, she's saved now. Praise the Lord. But oh, the struggle is still very real in her life. Let's pray for one another right now. And uh, if you have something I can pray for you, send it in a comment here or send me a message. And I'll be sure to pray about those things as well. One more before I pray. We heard uh, this morning from another friend <clears throat> whose doctors have only given him a month to live. I know these things are hard. I know it's painful. God is good, though. And God will walk with you through the valley of the shadow of death. You don't have to fear evil. He's with you, and he'll never forsake you. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. I want to pray for my friend Clement this morning, for Kathy and the rest of their family. Strengthen them and encourage them, Lord. The news is not good from a human perspective, but we know that you're in control. Lord, I want to pray for my friend Isidro and for his family. Lord, Today may be his last day here on this earth. But Lord, we know that he knows you. and His home in heaven is secure. I pray for this family as they come together. Lord, they would desire a miracle. We would desire to see him raised back up in this life. But Lord, we're trusting you for your perfect will. We know what we want, but Lord, ultimately we're going to trust that what you want is the best. Father, I pray for Teresa and the struggles she's going through in her life. 
Lord, there are many others, I'm sure some probably even watching this, that have great burdens. And we need you. Help us not to look as we studied this morning in Joshua 17 at our circumstances and the power of the enemy and let that deter us from who we are in you. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Hope you have a good week in the Lord. Walk with him. And Lord willing, I'll see you on here tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.